0: My friends, and welcome back to another episode of the Freedom Formula for Physicians podcast, a podcast dedicated to helping doctors like you slash your debt, slash your taxes, and live a liberated lifestyle. Well, in continuing with our theme of uh, the last few weeks, I wanted to continue the conversation on debt, fulfilling the the mission of this podcast. Of helping people slash their debt, as well as of course slashing their their taxes and living a liberal lifestyle. So, I think as we look at the concept of of debt, and on a bigger picture, certainly I think most of us can agree. Hey, if you can be completely debt free, that uh, you definitely have less stress. You have don't have to be concerned with monthly obligations you are able to live the liberated lifestyle if you will and we know so many people that that they don't save on a monthly basis and and contributing to 401k's contributing to investment accounts buying real estate all these wonderful things we talk about in the podcast can be really, really difficult. And I'm sure all of us know people that spend too much money and don't save enough. Whereas people that are saving and covering their nut is a different category, uh, which can really be this virtuous cycle rather than the vicious cycle. And so as I think about debt, I think about it in that Context. And to me, bad debt is really debt that is allowing you not to save on a monthly basis. It takes away from your savings ability. So, bad debt to me is certainly credit cards that you use on a monthly basis for your personal needs that um, you use for buying things from Amazon, that we use for buying Christmas presents, that we use for buying uh, groceries and, and things things in life, the consumption type things that to a degree uh, is within our control. Obviously, we've got to eat. But if you are piling up that that debt from traveling and having fun and enjoying life and golfing and, and those kinds of things, uh, to me, that's bad debt, particularly really bad debt when you have a super high interest rate and you're, you're having a, a hard time keeping up with those payments, uh, which certainly uh, we talked about last time with the debt snowball and debt avalanche in, in the prior episode, episode 47, uh, what was happening there. To me, when you take a loan out on a car, to me, that's also bad debt because it falls under the consumption uh, side of things. I've personally always been of the philosophy that you are much, much better off buying cars in cash. I know some people feel like the car is, is the, the ultimate treat for themselves and that you know what? They they work hard and they deserve that luxury of having a new car every 4 or 5 years or if they're leasing or whatever. But in in my opinion, I think if that's someone's decision, hey, that's their decision, but for me in my life, I personally believe that's that's bad debt cuz the second you drive that car off the lot, that puppy's going to depreciate. You're not going to be able to sell it back for what you bought it for Nor, in normal, <laughs> normal times. Anyhow, maybe during, during uh, the early days of COVID, you could have bought a, a new car and sold it for more than, than what you had originally bought it for. So maybe there was a time that that bad debt became a good debt because you could actually make money off of the thing. But um, most times and, and in today, that's not the case. You drive that car off the lot, you just lost money. You know, you bought it for $35,000, now you can sell it back for 33 or 32 or 30. You know, $5,000 down the drain that you ain't gonna get back. And if you have it on debt, that's even worse, right? That exacerbates that problem. So as I think about bad debt, if you will, a small amount is manageable, right? A small amount is, is okay. And the higher your net worth, the more assets that you have, the less of a bad thing that it is because you have lots and lots of assets and cash flow to cover that liability. So I think there can even be degrees of bad debt where it's like, man, you're making a hundred grand a year and you have $70,000 in debt uh, from consumer stuff. That's really, really bad because that's going to take you an awfully long time to pay that back, particularly when it's like on a 20% interest rate, right? Whereas if you have a net worth of $10 million and let's say you, you do get a new car loan for 30000 bucks, well, you know what? That's a drop in the bucket relative to what you have in the bank and what you have in assets. So I think there's degrees of that that... Uh, hey, if someone has a car loan and they have ten million bucks of assets, eh, not a big deal, right? But if they have a a ten million dollar mortgage on their ten million dollar net worth, well, you know, might might have a different degree of risk there with that. Let's take a pause for a second here and go to our commercial break. I hear all the time from physicians. I wish I learned all this financial stuff in medical school. Yet there doesn't seem to be enough time, and the year is now almost at a close. Wouldn't it be great if you could snag a copy of some resource that just made it simple and easy? My friends, as you know, I am committed to increasing your financial knowledge. I am committed to help guide you through the confusing maze of financial decisions with awesome resources that will actually help you. That's why through the end of the year, I have a very special offer for you. You can get a free copy of my ultimate year-end planning checklist, Yep. That's right, free resource right here to help you close out the year. It's pretty much everything you need to think about as this year wraps up. I know the last thing that any of us want to do is be stuck with a big tax bill or forget something that's so easy to do, and you just could have done it in a short period of time. So if that's you, text the word CHECKLIST, C H E C K L I S T to this phone number, 833-343-2986 to pick up your free copy. Don't let this podcast be like other ones where you've heard some awesome information. You get some new ideas, but you don't actually get anything completed. To snag your copy, text CHECKLIST to 833-343-2986. Again, text CHECKLIST to 833-343-2986. Now back to the show. So good debt. Meanwhile, speaking of houses, you know, I I certainly think something that at least has a high degree of probability of appreciating is a really good thing. Certainly your primary residence falls under that where, hey, every single month, uh, you you pay that bill and and you build a little bit of equity into it, even if the price never goes up. At least you have some money that when you sell the thing, you should be able to walk away with. Uh, you buy uh, rental homes. To a degree, again, uh, there, there's a point at which that makes an awful lot of sense. But on the same tone, just like with bad debt, there's a point at which that good debt can become bad debt because... Gosh, if, if you're not getting the rent in on a monthly basis and you don't have the assets to back it up, now you're screwed, right? Now, now you have this monthly obligation that's dragging you down and you're not making money on it. I personally have – was initially very much against debt. I, I made uh, – I was in a position, as I've talked about many times, in uh, late 2008 where I had no, no car loan. Um, no house loan, no student loans. Uh, everything was free and clear, no debt whatsoever. And then I go and make this business acquisition, and all of a sudden I had more of what many people would consider the good debt of uh, a business that's supported by cash flow. But it, it became so burdensome, we had to uh, re- redo those things and re-evaluate the situation and and restructure that quote-unquote good debt. So I've, I've personally experienced a good debt becoming a bad debt because there was too much of it when uh, things did not work out the way that we had assumed that it would in the midst of the 2008 crisis and many other reasons, which I've detailed in other podcasts. Now, uh, since that time, you know, I worked, 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 worked. I used paid back various family loans that I had used to, to be leveraged. And those turned out to be good debt at the end of the day because we made a good deal of money on it. Uh, I, As I went to try and accelerate my net worth, I got into the land business. I had no student loans. I had no car loans still. Everything we, we bought, we always bought in cash. And in following that, that principle, uh, I started taking out, as if you've listened to this podcast for a while, about six years, seven years ago. I took out some zero percent interest rate credit cards uh, that, and my my business line of credit, using someone else's money to go and buy assets. Uh, I bought that City Building Kit business with that, without having to put in much of my own money. I uh, acquired multiple pieces of land many, 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 many times and still do in running that business. And initially, I used my own capital, right? I, I didn't use a lot of debt until I had established that this was a good business. I'm making money from it. The use of debt was just going to accelerate the trend of what uh, I had been experiencing. That It would increase my cash flow, increase my assets, and would help everything grow. Now, the risk being that it could cause it to go the other way, but the level of debt was and is still relatively small. Like if you look at my land business, I probably have, let's say it's $150,000 of debt. On revenue, that is 2.2 million bucks or something for the year. So my level of debt is still very, very small relative to the, the revenue of the business. Certainly, there could be a point at which uh, I am taking on so much risk that, um, that that good debt that's helping me accelerate could become bad debt and causes my assets to shrink. So these are certainly all things worth considering as we look at the different flavors and levels of debt. That not all good debt is good debt. It can be leaning towards the bad debt side. Not all bad debt is bad. Some of it might be okay to even good, depending upon where you're at in life and uh, where things are at. So, those are my thoughts. And if you're listening to this podcast, I I would love to hear from you. How are you thinking about debt? and the use of debt, and good debt versus bad debt. How are you applying that? How are you trying to not utilize or to utilize debt? Why are you thinking that way? I would really love to hear from you. It would mean the world to me. Feel free to email me, dave, D-A-V-E, at david deniston, D-E-N-N-I-S-T-O-N dot com. So again, that's Dave at daviddeniston.com. Let me know your thoughts on debt, what you've been doing and not doing, and uh, how you view good debt versus bad debt. For the Freedom Formula for Physicians podcast, this is Dave Denniston. Remember my friends, we're going to slash your debt, slash your taxes, and live a liberated lifestyle. Well, thank you my friends so much for listening to the last podcast. I am pleased to announce that I am now a completely independent financial advisor, where to the point now I can really integrate my financial planning practice with this podcast. If you might be looking for help, if you have found any of our information here interesting or relevant, and you're looking for a second opinion, I'm making myself available for 30 minute for some lovely legal disclosures required by our lawyer friends. Investment advice is only offered in jurisdictions where Centurion Financial Strategies LLC. Centurion is appropriately registered or exempt from registration. Our Form ADV Part 2 brochure can be obtained free of charge at advisorinfo.sec.gov. By searching for our firm name, or its unique CRD number, which is 316 454. This podcast is not a solicitation to provide advisory services in any jurisdiction in which we are not registered or a registration. The information, statements, and opinions contained in this podcast have been obtained from or are based on information obtained from sources which we believe to be reliable, but we do not warrant or guarantee the timeliness or accuracy of such information. This podcast is intended for informational purposes only and should not be construed as personalized investment, tax, or legal advice. Opinions expressed by any guest are their own opinions and do not necessarily reflect the firm's views. You should carefully consider your own financial circumstances and needs prior to making any investment in securities or purchasing any insurance products. As always, past performance is not indicative of future results. Investing in securities or really anything else involves the risk of loss if by some chance in this particular podcast i mentioned insurance products insurance products are backed by the financial strength and claims paying ability of the issuing insurance company they may be subject to restrictions limitations and early withdrawal fees which vary by issue you should always consider the charges risks expenses and investment objective of any insurance products before entering And that, my friends, wraps it up. Wish you all the best. Feel free to contact us with any info at www.DavidDeniston.com. Thank you so much and have a good one. Bye-bye.